Hey besties, how are we doing? I hope you're doing well whenever and wherever you are. Welcome back to another episode of Bestie Talks. I am your host, Mari. And this episode is, first of all, an apology for not posting in like a month or so. And second of all, this is a very special episode because I will be narrating my experience. Um... Which experience, you may ask? Well, (laughs) my extremely surreal experience of going to fucking New York. That is correct. You heard that, right? I went to New York. Um, Why do I repeat it? Because I still can't fucking believe it (laughs) to a certain point. Um, But yeah, it happened. I can't believe it happened. It feels like a fever dream. Um, but I don't think you can understand much by me fangirling about it. So, here's the deal about New York. (laughs) Um, so, a few months back, I think it was back in November, I came across this really random ad on Instagram that was about a conference, a Model UN conference, that would be taking place in New York. So, um, you know, Model UN, and in New York is like... The best thing in the world. So me, being the smartest person that I know being, I applied and I passed the interview process. And I became a part of this program. And the months passed by, the weeks passed by, the days passed by, even the hours. And without even realizing it, March 23rd had arrived. I was on the plane from Greece to Frankfurt, and then from Frankfurt to New York. And it all kind of like sunk in that I, me, uh, 19-year-old Mari, would be going to New York, which going to New York has been one of my dreams ever since I can literally remember myself, you know? I don't know if it's because the movie's presented as like the most amazing place in the world, Or if I just have it so idealized in my mind. Um, But yeah, I always wanted to go to New York because it's, you know, it's the city of lights, city that never sleeps. It's beautiful and amazing. It has so many beautiful things and wonders to see. And I went there. So I got there and I got an Uber with five other people. Um, and we drove about, uh, 40 minutes from New York airport to New York. Fun fact, New York airport is actually New Jersey, not inside New York. I found that out when I got off the plane. Um, yeah, that wasn't the most smart choice for me. But anyway, um, I think it was still pretty majestic because, you know, we could still have that kind of drive going into New York, finally seeing those big skyscrapers up close and personal and taking pictures and, like, fangirling with everybody in the car. Um, It was a very, very, very special um, trip and very surreal. Really thought I was dreaming the whole time. And I'm so, so happy that I met all these people because all five of them were amazing. Julia... Sophie, if you guys are listening to me, hello, how are you doing? Um, But yeah, we also got to our hotel, Park Central Hotel, 10 out of 10, would recommend, very, very nice hotel, and 
Um, so we got to our hotel, and the program, well, the program had arranged our hotel rooms in such a way that we would have to be like four people in a two-bed room. So they had like two queen-sized beds, and four people would sleep in the room. So like two people would share a bed. And those two people were frequently strangers, which was not the best thing in the world. But for some magical reason, me and my roommate Sara, Sara, ciao, um, we were very lucky to actually get the room to ourselves. So we didn't have like other two people. It was just us two. So we had like two queen-sized beds on the 10th floor of the hotel all to ourselves the mattresses were like super comfortable and we also had a beautiful view of so many incredible buildings so it was like literally so so cool and the hotel was so fancy i swear to god in the first two days i kept getting lost i couldn't find where my room was because there were so many hallways um but yeah we got to our hotel i met sara she was currently working on um a thesis or a project or something at that point uh hope that went well by the way if you're listening um and then we stormed out to go see Times square which is it was one of the things that i wanted to see the most just because of how majestic it is with all the billboards and all the moving commercials and everything and let me tell y'all let me tell y'all Times square at night is just magical i was like sitting for like 10 minutes straight with my mouth open looking up at all of these flashing beautiful colorful lights for like 10 minutes straight it was so majestic i was mesmerized totally mesmerized it was so so beautiful and times square since it's like a center point for all the other places that you want to go during in manhattan um I kind of got used to it, but at the same time, never failed to, like, amaze me every time I walked into that area. So, Times Square was definitely one of my top favorite things. Um, And another thing that I noticed in New York is that um, Manhattan is, like, I guess it's one of the expensive areas of New York since it's, like, the center of it. Um... The thing is that in Manhattan, all the buildings are so tall. They are so tall. Literally snatched my neck looking up at everything. And it was insane because, you know, I'm not used to, like, looking this up. Greece doesn't have that many tall buildings. Like, the only thing that I know is, like, a 20-floor skyscraper that we have in, in Athens. And that's it. We don't have that many tall buildings. So it was, like, really a shock that I had to, like, constantly look up into the sky and snatch my neck to see what's above me. But it was actually really, really majestic. And it made me feel so small, you know? For some reason, I always love feeling small because, you know, it, it just gives me perspective that, you know, the things that I'm worrying about are not as important as I think. So, you know, seeing how small I am in comparison to these huge buildings, not to mention the entire city and the entire world, it just makes me feel so, like, at ease with myself. So that really gave me so, so much comfort. And I also ate at Junior's that night. Uh, Which was actually really nice. Not gonna lie. I did not know that Junior's, that thing, existed. Um, But it was actually really nice. I ate a very good salad there. Uh, Also, keep the name Junior's. We're gonna need it later. 
it was a really, really nice um, night. I met, I got to know so many people and I had so, so much fun uh, introducing myself and learning about others. It was really, really pretty. What I did not like, not only in juniors, but in like New York in general, is the payment thing. Oh my God, what is wrong with the US and its taxing system? Because here's the thing, you buy one thing at like, let's say $10, you don't like, you, you don't get it for $10, you're gonna get it for like 12 to 13 because they add tax to it. Especially if you're eating, they add tax and tip. So like that night, I, I got the salad for $11. That's what the catalog said, $11, all right? Guess how much I ended up paying? Fucking $25 for a salad with the tax and the dip included. $25. That was fucking insane, I tell you. I don't know what is going on. Uh, that is like one of the things that I love Europe for. What, whichever price you see, that is how much you pay. US, take some notes. Jesus Christ. Anyway... Um, it was really, really beautiful on that day. Um, on the next day, the conference started late in the afternoon. So, um, me and some other girls, we decided to go to one of the places that I always wanted to see, which is the Met. It was, it was, wow. I, I cannot tell you how excited I was to go to the Met, uh, because there were so many things that I wanted to see inside of it. We were there for like three hours and we didn't even get to see half of like the wings of the entire place. It is huge. I think it's one of the biggest museums in the world. But to me, it seemed like so majestic and so like confusing because like you went into one room and that central room had one sub room. So you went into the sub room and that sub room had three sub rooms and those three sub rooms had other three sub rooms and you kind of like got lost. I swear to God, I thought, I think we lost one of my friends, Anike. We lost her like twice in there. It is so big, like the, the biggest museum I've ever been to so far. But I love the variety of everything that it had because you could see so many things like there were so many exhibitions from ancient Greece, ancient Rome, um, France from the 1800s, uh, Japan, Chinese, Indian civilization artifacts. It had so much culture and so many artifacts and so many um, everyday items from all of these ancient civilizations that I wouldn't really dream of seeing. Um, not to mention the beautiful contemporary art wing. Holy moly, the art in there was so, so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Um, like there was Van Gogh, there was Picasso in there. There was, um, I don't remember other painters, but there were so many beautiful works in there. It was amazing. And my personal favorite part um, I'm a fashion lover myself. I don't know if y'all know. If you don't, this is your sign that you know now. I'm a fashion lover, and there was, like, kind of, um, a basement wing, I guess, um, which exhibited the clothes that were used from last year's Met Gala, 
uh, with the theme um, America, a lexicon for fashion. So that basement was, mwah. as as a fashion person, it was the most beautiful thing I have ever fucking witnessed. I tell you, like there were all the clothes down there were amazing. They were from last year's Met, and it had it had like Rihanna's. Um, appearance from like 2019 I think it wasn't even from like last year it had Taylor Swift's dress from last year's Grammys it had like it was so beautiful and every every design had like a label on top of it of what that clothing represented like there was a dress that represented joy a suit that represented respect and everything was so beautifully made and so nicely exhibited. It was literally the dream of a fashion person in there. It was amazing. And last but not least, on the Met, I managed to walk down the exact same stairs that um, Aquafina, Rihanna, uh, Sandra Bullock, Kate Blanchett, Ocean's 8 in general, walked down on. In that scene when they're in their fancy dresses and they manage to steal the necklace. I walked down the exact same stairs. Hell, I might have stepped on the exact same stair that Rihanna stepped on, which is insane to me. And I also walked down the stairs of the Met. When you enter it, there are a few stairs, which is where the Met Gala, um, all the fashion and photographing goes there at the Met Gala, the first stairs of the of the Met which was insane. Like, I looked at my feet and I was like, yo, how many people have stepped on the stair? Maybe Timothy Chalamet has been here. Maybe, I don't know who else has been here, but I'm stepping on it. It was such a moving moment for me because I absolutely loved it. It was so beautiful. Um, we also walked through Central Park back to our hotel so we could change and go to the conference afterwards. Uh, Central Park was really, really nice, actually. To me, it looked like every other park because the weather wasn't the best. But it was actually really nice, like very peaceful oasis in the middle of a very busy city, which was really nice. Um, and I also ate a street burger, which was mwah, so, so good. 10 out of 10, absolutely. And then we just went to the opening ceremony of um, the conference, which was really nice, actually surprisingly opening ceremonies are usually very boring for me but it was actually really really nice so yeah the next day was spent in the conference but we have a break for lunch for about one and a half hour and we also ended the whole conferencing thing at around 6 p.m the next day is probably my favorite one because i saw so many beautiful things so um during lunch the best part was that me, Sara, and two of her Italian friends, Luca and Claudio. Hi, guys. If you're listening, I miss you. Uh, so us four went to Top of the Rock so we could see New York from above. Holy shit. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. Holy shit. Now, here's the thing. It was very cloudy. So the weather wasn't ideal, but... That did not stop the view from being fucking spectacular. Okay, just to like clear that up. Um, 
I literally have no words. I have taken so many pictures and so many videos of the view. It is so beautiful to like, and so actually uplifting to you to just see all of those buildings and people and acres of land laying in front of you. And I'm talking about like Empire State Building is like right opposite of you. You can see the Hudson River. You can even see a little bit of the Statue of Liberty. You can see Central Park, um, the Chrysler Building, everything. And it's so, so beautiful. You really feel like you're on top of the world. It was amazing, and I truly, truly wish I had a little bit more time with the guys up there so I can enjoy the view a little more. But, you know, conference and priorities, excuse me. Um, the good thing is that we didn't even have time to have lunch, which, why is that a good thing, you may ask? I'm going to tell you, because our lunch was in a Ben & Cherry shop. Like, on our way down to Top of the Rock, we found... This little shop that was exclusive to like Ben and Jerry's ice cream, whatever. And we got like ice cream, extreme cups with like, mine was like cookie dough ice cream with whipped cream and like some sprinkles and some like cookies inside. It was, I don't know what it's called. I think it's like Lazy Sunday or whatever, but it was so, so good. So good. I have no idea how I ate that that fast. Um, then we went back to the conference, yada, yada, yada. If you know how MUNs work, you probably know what's going on. If you don't, that's fine. It's the boring part. It's the boring part. Don't worry about it. After that, um, the time came for me, Sara, who, again, best roommate ever. I don't think I would have been able to see all those things without her. Um, and a friend of mine, Azra, and her friend, Mary Jane, hi, if you're listening, um, so all four of us decided that we had to go to, yes, you guessed it, the Brooklyn Bridge, and we got to the subway, so that was my first experience with the New York subway, let me tell you, um, New York is amazing, but the subway is in not the best condition, and by not the best, I mean in a really bad condition. Like, it is dirty. It is... I don't even know how to describe it, man. It's definitely not how you would expect the subway to be in, like, probably one of the biggest cities in the world. Like, imagine that Athens's metro subway is, like, you know, real like, a lot better condition than New York's. Like, the trains are old. They don't even have, like, those electronic signs that tell you when the train is arriving. So, I was surprised at how, like, old the subway looked in comparison to, like, the rest of the city. Um, but it was actually really cool. The only thing that scared me is that at some point, um, us four girls were the only people in the wagon. And... It just stopped in the middle of nowhere. It was like wall, wall, the train. And in the train, it was just us in the wagon, which was really scary for a sec there. But we, we came out alive, thankfully. So we got off the subway and we started uh, going out to Brooklyn and walking towards the bridge. Personally, Brooklyn is my favorite part of this trip. Probably my favorite part of New York also, even if I didn't get to explore it as much as Manhattan. It is so beautiful. The buildings are not your neck snatching worthy. 
Um, but the architecture is so nice and the neighborhood is so much more peaceful and so much cleaner and the buildings are so much be more beautiful and the people seem to be a lot more at peace actually. So yeah, um, if you ever go to New York, Brooklyn is like, has my heart forever. And then we just started walking and we found the bridge. Holy God. <laughs> um, uh, I think the best decision that we made is that we went to the bridge during sunset. It was a breathtaking view. A breathtaking view to like see the river, see a little bit of the Statue of Liberty again. And then like look back at Brooklyn and just see it lit up while the sun was setting. It was breathtaking it is actually my phone background right now my lock screen uh because it's so so gorgeous um it's it was probably one of my highlights one of the top things that i did in new york it was so so beautiful i swear to god so we walked through the bridge we went on the other side and to see a little bit of brooklyn and then we got back and then we went back to manhattan hello so, on the next day, I don't remember what I did. What did I do the next day? <laughs> um, I think the next day I... Uh, what did I do, man? Oh, yeah, I know. I think on the next day, I just had like... I think it was the last day on in the hotel. So, yeah, it was definitely the last day of the hotel. Oh, now that I remember it, I'm sorry. Um, the jet lag was um, not the best thing in the world. Like, on the first night, me and my roommate both woke up at, like, 4 a.m. And we couldn't go back to sleep. And one of my favorite memories on that first night was that just because we couldn't sleep, we stayed up and started talking and since we didn't have any breakfast at the hotel, she had Pop-Tarts packed in her suitcase and a pack of honey. So we kept talking about our lives and ate Pop-Tarts with honey at 6 a.m. in the morning, which was one of my favorite memories ever. Sara, you, I will always hold that memory close to my heart as well as you. So back to like the normal narration. Um... That was the last day that we were going to be on that hotel because, you know, there was there were two different options that you could choose. You could stay until the 26th or until the 29th. I had chosen to go until the 26th, but my cool parents decided that I, I could stay to a different hotel until the 28th so I could explore a little more. So that was the last day on the hotel, which was really nice, actually. Um, so, Sara and I, we kind of went to our conference to do our conference things, which was fun, not gonna lie. It was pretty early, so I hadn't had any coffee, and yes, you guessed it, I got Starbucks at in New York for the first time. Um, yes, it is just as expensive as it is here, for some reason, uh, but was it worth it for the aesthetic? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah. Uh, for lunch, I got a burger, which was bussin', with some really, really cool people. Uh, Dookie, hi, if you're listening, hello. Um, I hope you're doing well, and I hope you kiss New York from me, too, since you're there now. Lucky-ass bitch. Um, 
And it was really, really nice. And I also found the Heath Rogers, Heath or something else, Rogers. One sec. Uh, Richard Rogers, the Richard Rogers Theater where Hamilton was born and is still put on as a play, which was amazing. And it is definitely one of my goals to see next time that I go to New York, because yes, I am going to New York next time. Hopefully, when I'm in an age where I can drink, because I feel like you can't really experience New York, you can go to a rooftop bar or something. So after 21, for sure, I'm going again. Um, so yeah, I had a really, really nice lunch. And then we went to the closing ceremony of the conference, which was uh, a little boring for my taste. The non-boring part was that Bill Clinton was there. Yeah. You, you heard that, right? Like, one of the presidents, ex-presidents, actually, of the United States, Bill Clinton, was there. It was insane to see someone so close to power and so close to, like, the politics as a field in front of me. Um, his interview was, like, pretty okay. Nothing special. I really wanted um, an opportunity for, like the people watching him to ask him questions, but we didn't have that because he has a little time because he's a busy, busy, retired, rich man. Uh, but it was cool to actually see him in real life. That was that was really nice. Um, and after that, oh, God. So after that, um, I went back to my hotel to get my stuff. And my friend Azra came with me. Azra, hello again. Uh, she helped me with my suitcases because I had two. Yeah, I had two. I had a big one and a small one. Don't ask me why. I am. I need to be over-prepared for trips, especially for stuff like that. Um, so she uh, held on to the small suitcase. I, I held on to the big one. And we walked through Manhattan with my stuff to her hotel. We got her stuff, too. And then we walked with both our stuff, like 20 minutes from our hotels, to our other hotel, which is Double Tree. Very, very good hotel as well. Go there as well. It's really, really nice. And we went to our third hotel, which was an out-of-body experience of a hotel, honestly. Um, here's the thing. There was this guy called Ahmed um, in the reception. He was super-duper nice. He found our names. He checked us in. But, but... The one, here's the thing, when I went to New York, the first thing that I noticed from other people and also from, like, other Americans around me is that if you're, like, super nice and maybe a little bit, you know, ice-breaking and kind of making jokes, people are very willing to, like, help you out and even, like, do things for you, even if you don't ask for them, which I found actually really, really cool as a trick. So I used that on Ahmed and... You know, I, I, I pulled out the funny card and, like, the cool tourist, the really nice and kind tourist, which I am anyway, but, you know, pointing it out a little more didn't really hurt. And this really nice guy, Ahmed, oh, my God, not only did he up the upgrade both of us, but he also put us in the, yes, brace yourself, 34th floor. I'm going to repeat that, 30. Fourth floor. Yes, that is 34 floors from, like, the surface of the Earth. Which is insane. Completely insane. Anyway, not only did he upgrade us to 34 floor rooms, he also, um, when I booked my room, I booked it with free breakfast. Azra didn't. 
for some reason. Um, and in order to get breakfast, you need to have like those coupons that the reception gives you. So he gave me my coupons and I thought, oh, well, if she didn't get her coupons, that's fine. We'll, we'll see how we can deal with that. Um, and like he looked around if his manager was around and he gave me two more coupons for Azra and he was like, just act like there's the two of you in your room. And I'm like, thank you. You're amazing. He also gave us some really nice hazelnut cookies. Ahmed, you are, you're motherfucking G. Um, so yeah, we went to our rooms. Uh, they were like a hallway away, which was really convenient. And I go into my room. When I tell you I was flabbergasted. I was flabbergasted because this bitch was small, but it was like only for two nights. So I understood it. It's fine. I don't care about the small thing. This bitch had a glass door shower, a glass door shower, and the most fucking beautiful view I have ever fucking seen. Not from top of the rock, because, you know, you can see the whole city, but like, holy fucking God, it was so beautiful. I started crying and staring at the view the whole time. So, so fucking beautiful, I tell you. Like, the lights and the other buildings, it was incredibly amazing. And I cannot describe how fucking amazed I was at the beauty and at the fact that I am here. Because, yes, I did have an existential crisis while looking at the view. I was like, yo, I am here right now looking at this fucking view. What is life, bro? Um, and then we went to Rockefeller Center with Azra. And we walked through Fifth Avenue because, you know, window shopping. Um, the Rockefeller Center is actually really cool. Uh, really tall, too. It wasn't that great because there weren't many people. But it was, like, really, really nice. And then we also went to Grand Central Terminal, which is which was also one on my bucket list to see things. Um, which is like an old train station, which is still working. But, like, the building is older, and it was so grand and beautiful. Like, it even had the zodiac signs on the ceiling, which was so awesome. And for those of you who don't know what Grand Central Terminal is, it is the train station that is shown in Madagascar, the first movie, when Marty runs away from the Central Park Zoo. That is the exact same train station. Which was also one of the reasons why I wanted to go, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was it. And on the next day was, like, full of walking. First of all, the breakfast at the hotel. Mwah! Fucking awesome. Best pancakes I've ever had in my life. Um, we saw a limo for the first time. These things are, like, a lot bigger and a lot more fancier than they seem in movies, honestly. <laughs> but it was really cool to see one, like, actually in real life. And then the next stop was my lovely MoMA. Now, um, where do I know MoMA from? I know it from Avengers Infinity War. Uh, there's this one scene when um, Spider-Man is in and he's first, like, introduced into the movie. And... Tony is like, kid, where'd you come from? And then Spider-Man goes, a field trip to MoMA, as he gets yanked off to wherever. Um, so I went to look up what the hell MoMA is, and I found out that it's the Museum of Modern Art. So, uh, th yeah, that is exactly the reason why I wanted to go to the MoMA. Um, the MoMA is like, pfft, Jesus Christ, it's like a Met, but 
maybe a little smaller and with like more contemporary architecture but it is just as beautiful like the artwork in there was breathtaking it had picasso frida kahlo in there even starry night from van gogh which was like the main attraction and you know like standing into the same room as these amazing masterpieces was truly something else aka again an out-of-body experience for your girl then classically we walked through Times square which even during the day is just as majestic but you know nighttime it hits different um and we kind of like spent the rest of the day chilling around walking around new york because it's beautiful um, and on the next day, which was the last, like, whole day in New York, we went to, first of all, again, bomb breakfast. Um, so, where do we go? Actually, let me check my gallery. We went to Bryant Park, which was awesome, because that's where the New York Library is and the NYU campus is. Really, really beautiful, amazing park. We love it. And then we decided to go to the United Nations headquarters because the United Nations headquarters was where the conference would originally take place. It didn't because of COVID and the Ukraine situation. It took place in the Marriott Marquis um, Hotel, which was also like super duper fancy. Um, but yeah, we wanted to just go and see it from the outside since we weren't able to see it from the inside. Um it was nice it's like a really nice building but the whole point of going to the un headquarters where the flags of all the nations of the world like i guess waving around in front of it we were very unlucky because on that specific day the flags were down because of the weather and because it was a weekend they take the flags down during the weekends and when the weather is bad and we were very unlucky, so it's just like a building with like some white, like, I guess, uh, pines or whatever they're called in English. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Like white columns or something. Just standing there. Which was a little disappointing, honestly, but it wasn't all that bad. It wasn't all that bad, but it's actually really nice to see it in real life, and I cannot wait to get there one day and work inside of that building, because yes, I am. This is me manifesting it, um, and it was really nice, actually, and we walked around the city again. It is, you know, so full of life and so beautiful, and we actually met this guy, John, when we wanted to go back to our hotel and get ready because we wanted to go out with some of our other friends. Um, so we had to pass through Grand Central Terminal in order to get into our hotel. And the thing is that on that note, both our phones were dead. So we're positively lost. But we came across this musician, John, if I'm if I'm saying his name right, um, who was playing the trumpet right under the bridge of uh, Grand Central. Like, he had music on his speaker, and he played the exact same melody with his trumpet, which was so beautiful. And you could see him, like, how passionate and how amazed he was and how, like, into his art he was, um, which I think was one of the most memorable moments from this trip. Because both our phones were dead, we couldn't, like, take pictures or take videos of him. 
But, you know, we all we could do was just, like, stand there for a second to rest and figure out what we're going to do. Just listen to him lay his heart out on the street with his music and enjoy, like, how far we've come and how many things we've managed to do and see so far. So, yeah, it was amazing. John, you were one of the kindest and most sweetest people I've ever met because he also gave his change from, like, his playing. He gave the change to a homeless person that was, a bla that, that was about a block away from him. So, yeah, he's truly a kind heart and very, very passionate musician. John, wherever you are, I really, really hope you get to your dreams because you really inspired me and moved me with your love for your art and your world. And then we managed to get to the hotel where we got ready and we met up with some of our friends in Bryan Park to go to this restaurant called Lucien, which is, it's a French restaurant and it is known that a lot of celebrities kind of go there um, often. So we wanted to try it out and see if we could come across anyone. Spoiler alert, we did not. But it was really fun nonetheless because... So, like, the girls, Jimena and Nasa um, and Annette and it was and Mary Jane, it was really fun to just have, like, a nice girls' night into a fancy restaurant, taste so much good food, and, like, sit into the exact same places that um, so many past famous people were. Like, there were picture frames all around the restaurant that were full of pictures with, like, uh, Robert De Niro, Johnny Depp, Meryl Streep and like celebrities like that who had visited the exact same spot for years, which is really nice. You know, it, it makes you feel pride to just sit into the same spot that so many historical people have sat on and eaten. Now, the story that follows is not the best part. It was actually probably the most scary and terrifying part of my journey in New York Probably the most terrifying thing in my fucking life. Because here's the thing. We left from the restaurant at like 11 p.m. Mind you, the restaurant is in Soho. Which, during the night, is considered one of the most dangerous places to be in New York. So, we walked all six of us together towards the subway. Um, in like, really, really dark, really, really quiet streets. Which was really scary already we get to the subway and we figure out that one of us um had forgot her credit card back into the restaurant no it is not me i don't remember who it was but i remember that it was one of the girls so um we kind of panic like what the fuck do we do now we call the restaurant they have the credit card and they do not want us to go back the next day to get it so we have to go back now to get it so uh, we were There were six of us, three of us got to the subway and left, the other three of us stayed behind to go get the credit card. Um, so we went out into this, like, super quiet street, super dark street in Soho, in our search to find the restaurant again, because it's like a 10-minute walk from the subway station, to get to the restaurant, get the credit card, and go home as fast as we could. When I tell y'all, it was the most terrifying 10 minutes of my life because, like, one of us had to be watching on the Google Maps to make sure that we didn't get lost. Spoiler alert, we kind of got lost, but not for long. 
I had to be looking out from like behind to make sure no one was like going to kidnap us from behind. And the other one had to look like around and in front of us. So it was the most stressful and scary 10 minutes of my life. Literally thought that someone was going to jump out and fucking kill me at any point. Literally, I was thinking like there were a few seconds that really passed in my mind and I was like, okay, so I saw what I had to see in New York tonight. I am going to die. And that's it. At least I got to see New York. That's it. I'm going to die now. Thankfully, I didn't, you know, speaking here, I didn't because we got to the restaurant safe and sound. We found the credit card then we got a cab to our hotel. Um, but it was like so, so scary because it's New York and we were three women, young women walking around in a dark, very dangerous neighborhood. So yeah, being a woman is awesome. Um, but yeah, um, all well, all's well ends well. We got everything and I went back to the hotel. I got my stuff together because the next day I had to leave at night and, um, I just kind of like looked at the view for maybe an hour or so more because I just wanted to like enjoy it and just soak into the moment of everything that I've seen and done so far. And also contemplate the fact that I was still alive, miraculously. And uh, to my disappointment, the last day arrived um, and the plan was to basically like go to the Statue of Liberty, which we did. It was... Really cool to see it up close and personal. A lot shorter than I expected it. Honestly, I expected it like more taller. But it was fine. It was really, really cool. And the weather was nice. So it was a very nice visit. I got a bunch of souvenirs from the gift shop there too. Uh, that were really, really cool. Um, yeah, the statue is amazing. Please visit it if you ever go to New York. Um, and then for the rest of the day, I wanted to go to the Strawberry Fields in Central Park to see the excuse me, to see the memorial of John Lennon and then like shop around and get some stuff for me, my parents, my friends and stuff. So we went to the Statue of Liberty. We saw it. It, it was super windy. And for the first time in my life, my ears got cold. Like I've gotten cold in my life, but never that cold that my ears were like feeling like they would fall off. At that point in the ferry on the way to the Statue of Liberty, it felt like my ears would fall off. It was, ugh, I don't even want to remember it. Um, and then we went back to Manhattan to get to Central Park. So I got with my good friend, Mary Jane. Love you, girl. And we just walked through Central Park on a beautiful day to find the strawberry fields. Sen that is when I saw the strawberry, the, sorry, the Central Park on a better view because I walked it a lot more and it is so much more beautiful than I remembered it from like the second day when I went to the Met. It is so beautiful. Like the flora is amazing. There are so many people with carriages going around. Uh, there's ducks and like really cool birds and there's like two lakes. I think I saw one of them. Um, with like ducks and all kinds of fishies and everything. I saw a squirrel for my first, for the first time in my life. And it was the most adorable thing in the world. And I wanted to take it as a pet, but I knew I couldn't. And I named him Walnut because, you know, he's a squirrel. Um, and it was really, really beautiful, honestly. Uh, so we went to the strawberry fields too. 
that was a bit of a disappointment. I was expecting something grand, but it was like a rock, like on the floor, that just had the word imagine and some flowers around it, and that was it. It was a little disappointing, honestly, but, you know, it's still the John Lennon Memorial in Central Park. It was great, nonetheless, Um, and, you know, walking through Central Park on a day like that was actually really, really pretty, Um, and I hope to go to the zoo next time. And then the rest of the day, I spent it uh, looking out for shopping to get some stuff for myself. I actually got a pair of, like, Calvin Klein shoes for, like, $40, which was pretty good deal. And, yeah, uh, I got stressed about the gifts. I didn't have enough time for the gifts because my flight left was leaving at, like, 9 p.m. And I had to be there, like, three hours early. Because, you know, it's also a 40-minute drive to my airport. Damn you, New York airport. Uh, So I got stressed, cried a little bit, but it all worked out in the end. Thankfully, I got into the plane safe and sound, and then I got back home safe and sound. So, yeah, that was like the narration of how I spent my time. And now I'm going to tell you my observations about New York. So, first of all, when going to New York, I expected people to be like rude. No, 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 no. Every single person that I met, and I'm not talking about like servers who are actually kind of forced to be nice in order to get a better wage and tip. Uh, I'm talking about like people on the street that are nice. Like I asked a police officer where, I think I asked where 49th Street was, and he didn't know. But a lady that was like a few meters away from me heard me and she told me, oh, you have to go over there. Um, yeah, everybody was, like, super nice, and, like, they even, they, in Times Square, there were even, like, people that were, um, giving out flyers about pro-life and how you shouldn't abort fetuses, uh, let's not get into that right now, um, but I started arguing with one of the people, and I started, well, not, like, yelling, but, you know, like, giving my arguments on why banning abortion isn't gonna help anybody, and there were actually a few people that saw me like, American people, and they backed me up against this dude, because, of course, it's a dude, uh, that was talking about um, abortion, which was actually really nice. And some of them were actually really, really cool and so helpful and so hospitable. It was it was really nice. Americans were really, really nice, extremely nice. Uh, not in a fake kind of way, but in, like, and genuinely kind kind of way, which I found really beautiful. Um, there's a lot of trash on the street. A lot more than I expected. Uh, which kind of like mm, ruins the nuisance of New York. But still, you know, it's still just as majestic, just a little dirty. Um, what else did I notice? Oh, one more thing. When the subway passes under, like, the street in Times Square, there's this kind of, like, steam that comes out of the sewers. That steam will fucking blind you, number one. And number two, it smells like absolute shit. Worst thing ever. Absolutely not. Um, But, you know, it's New York. (laughs) Um, What else did I notice? Um, The pricing thing... No, no, America, do better. Please don't, yeah, do better. Let's not do that to ourselves. Um, What else did I notice about New York? Hmm. 
Oh, I also, that is like a little side note. Um, I also ate juniors. This is where the second time that I wanted to mention juniors goes in. I ate juniors cheesecake. Holy motherfucking God. Best cheesecake I have ever fucking tasted. It was the creamiest, most scrumptious thing I've ever eaten. And I wish we had juniors in Greece. Like genuinely. So good. Um, yeah, back to, uh, things that I noticed about New York. Um, yeah, I think that's my observations for now, at least. Yeah, I think so. Um, Manhattan is expensive. So if you go to New York, please go to Brooklyn. I think I mentioned this before, but please go to Brooklyn. It's way more affordable. But yeah, in general, I think New York was, is like... Exactly how the movies picture it without the subway steam and the trash in the side of the road. Besides those things, it is a huge city, one of the biggest metropolis in the entire world, and it is majestic. And yes, I do consider myself as one of the people who fell in love with it. Because I don't know how to explain it. This city has like a heartbeat and there's so many different people and perceptions and cultures like weaved into it like there were street food uh canteens everywhere with different kinds of food from different civilizations like there were hot dogs and corn dogs and indian and there were like great even greek food and it was so so cool to just see such a multicultural place and a place where so many people got to live together in such a peaceful and beautiful way. And it just it just has a, a heartbeat, you know? It has so much energy and so much beauty. It really is the city of all cities and the city that never sleeps. The legends are true. I can absolutely confirm it. It is one of the best things that I've ever witnessed as a person. And I am absolutely in love with New York. And I would love to go see it again. Maybe live there if, you know, free healthcare becomes a thing in the U.S. Um, yeah, it was insanely beautiful, insanely fulfilling as a trip and insanely educating. You know, I feel I really feel like I opened up my horizons into possibilities and opportunities and another side of the world that I didn't even know actually existed well i knew existed but didn't really know how it really worked so yeah that is my conclusion of uh new york um this trip was a childhood and adulthood dream come true um it was everything i expected it and wanted it to be and even more and it was just Beyond mesmerizingly, incredibly, amazingly awesome. Um, so yeah, New York, I absolutely adore you. And I will come back for you one day. Um, and as my advice to you, please, sometime in your life, plan to go to New York. I promise it is worth it. It is a different kind of breed of way of living. For people who live in like smaller countries such as Greece or whatever. So yeah, please 
get your shit together, get your money together, get a nice group of friends together, and I promise you, you're going to have a good time, and you're going to absolutely fall in love with it as much as I did. And even if you don't, that's fine. At least you get to experience it. You get to be the main character for a while. Um, I know I was, and it was really cool. So, yeah, that is why you are going to see uh, me spamming with New York posts um, on my Instagram because I went to New York, bitch, and I'm going to be flexing that for the rest of my motherfucking life until I go there again. But still, you know, it's, it's a dream. I got it. I worked hard for it. My parents worked hard for it. And I deserve to celebrate it as much as I loved it in the moment. So, yeah, that was all. I loved saying this. <laughs> that was awesome. Um, so, yeah, that is it. Um, oh, actually, no, that's not it. Side note, United Airlines, which is the one that I used to go from Frankfurt to New York. Fucking amazing. It was awesome. I watched like three movies and played games and like those little touch screens that you have in front of your seat. The food was scrumdelicious. I even had like honeycomb and cinnamon ice cream for dessert. What the hell? I had no idea I could be this luxurious. And yeah, I, I even had like a pillow for my neck because it was like an eight hour flight. But still, it was cool. It was really, really cool. End of side note. Now, I'm done talking about the whole experience. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I'm definitely doing that again. 100 out of 10 would recommend. And yeah, that is it. New York, I adore you. I love you. I am in love with you. And I will definitely come back to you, baby. Wait for me. So that is all I have for you, besties. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if not, that's fine. I can cry about that later. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, that's it, besties. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to see you next time. Bye-bye. Actually, no, not bye-bye. I don't like that kind of... No. Um, this bitch is out. American Mari is leaving. <laughs> no, okay, that's fine. I'm going to go back to the old intro. I'm going to see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>